Welcome to the Gut Podcast on the paper Intrahepatic Bacterial Metataxonomic Signature in Non-Alcoholic Fatty Liver Disease, published in copy in Gut in August 2020. My name is Dr. Philip Smith. I'm the Digital and Education Editor of Gut and a Consultant Gastroenterologist at the Royal Liverpool Hospital, Liverpool, United Kingdom. And I extend a very warm welcome to Professor Sylvia Sikorian, who is head of the Department of Clinical and Molecular Hepatology and vice chair of the Institute of Medical Research and Institute of Medical Research and Strategic Alliance between the National Scientific and Technical Research Council, the School of Medicine, University of Buenos Aires, Argentina, and principal investigator of the National Scientific and Technical Research Council. Professor Sakurian is also the first author on this excellent paper. Professor Sakurian, thank you very much for joining me today to do this podcast all the way from Buenos Aires, especially at this very difficult time in the world. And congratulations on your excellent paper. Firstly, could I ask you to explain the background to your study and why researching this area is so important? Yes, Philip, of course. I'm delighted to share our work with the GAT podcast audience. This work is part of a large research project co-led by Dr. Carlos Pirola and initiated back in 2004. The project is aimed to explore specific molecular signatures in the liver tissue of patients with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. The main motivation behind this project is basically to understand the disease biology. For that purpose, we collect tissue specimens of patients with NAFL and non-NAFL, which are linked to clinical, biochemical, and histological information. Initially, we were interested in understanding the relationship between liver-specific genetic and epigenetic changes and histological phenotypes. Then, we follow an uh, focus on exploring differential gene expression levels between the liver of patients with liver fat infiltration versus patients with NASH, which is the severe histological form of the disease. We also explore epigenetic changes, including DNA methylation and, uh, of genomic and mitochondrial DNA in the liver of affected patients. And we also assess tissue-specific circulating microRNAs. And some of these investigations were published also in GAD in 2013 and 2015. And this project is also meant to address other challenging questions. For example, what are the precise mechanisms that explain the degree of severity of NAFL histological phenotypes? And how and to what extent NAFL severity is modulated by the host phenome and the environment, including the microbiome? We learned that obesity is a major risk factor for NAFL development. Also, we know that pathogenic mechanisms of NAFL are linked to the obesity status. And more recently, we learned that severe or morbid obesity per se imposes major changes in the gut microbiota, along with considerable systemic metabolic impairment. So earlier studies of the gut microbiota in patients with NAFL and NASH provide clues on the role of fecal microbiome in the disease pathogenesis. 
Nevertheless, we realize that the composition of the gut microbiota did not fully explain tissue-specific mechanisms associated with a degree of disease severity, including liver inflammation, ballooning hepatocytes, and fibrosis. Then we reason that examining the hepatic metataxonomic profile in patients with NAFL and diverse host phenotypic features from moderate to severe obesity might provide valuable insights into disease mechanisms. So the goal of our current investigation was to characterize the liver tissue 16 ribosomal RNA gene signature by next generation sequencing into two different cohorts of patients with biopsy-proving diagnosis of NAFL. One cohort was overweight or moderately obese, and the other cohort with morbidly obese patients. What are the new findings your study has discovered? First important finding was that the liver tissue contains a diverse collection of bacterial DNA, let's say up to 2.5 by 10 to the 4. And to put this a number into perspective, just think that the human gut microbiome comprises about 10 to the 14 resident microorganisms, um, the large intestine 10 to the 11, and the stomach 10 to the 4. So the liver has uh, something quite similar to the stomach to put in, into an, an amount. And the second important finding was that the liver, myo- liver bacterial DNA profile significantly differs between morbidly obese and non-morbidly obese patients with NAFL. Therefore, we learned that obesity is an important driver of liver microbial DNA composition. In fact, we confirm that the liver microbial DNA signature of NAFL is dramatically modulated by the host genome. Although the liver metataxonomic composition in terms of main phyla was comparable between the morbidly obese and non-morbidly obese NAFL cohort, we observe significant differences not only in the abundance profiling and diversity measurements, but also in the predicted functionality of bacterial DNA. For example, we found that liver samples of non-morbidly obese patients present a dominant expansion of DNA derived from proteobacteria, which was also linked to NASH, ballooning degeneration, lobular and portal inflammation, and liver fibrosis. On the contrary, in morbidly obese patients, the detrimental association between liver histology and proteobacteria DNA was shared with bacterial DNA derived from other taxa, including Berrico microbia, actinobacteria, nitrospira, and bacteriodia. Another key point is that we validated the main findings by another independent molecular approach to confirm the next generation sequencing. A third important finding was the assessment of differences in the liver bacterial DNA composition across the full disease severity spectrum, including the non-NAFL liver. And this assessment showed that NAFL severity is associated with proteobacteria in both the alpha and the gamma classes. We presume that gamma proteobacteria DNA found in the liver tissue samples originates in the gut 
and translocate to the liver through the portal system. And to contrast this hypothesis, we examine the liver tissue for the presence of another bacterial component, which is the bacteria lipopolysaccharide, or also known as LPS. So we investigated the putative presence of bacterial LPS in the liver by immunohistochemistry, and we found that gram-negative bacteria derived LPS staining was not only more frequently observed in the liver of NASH patients with severe fibrosis than in the non-NAFL samples or samples with just fatty liver, but also we demonstrated that LPS predominantly localized in the portal tracts. These results suggest that gram-negative derived DNA found in the liver may enter the liver through the portal system. So it is highly plausible to assume that gut presents the main source of gram-negative gamma proteobacteria, particularly enterobacterials. That's incredibly interesting and the results. How do you think this could translate to clinical practice um, in the foreseeable future, the, the findings of your study? The most important impact on clinical practice is that NAFL histological subtypes might be distinguished by the microbial composition of a liver metataxonomic profile. Indeed, the correlation of disease severity phenotypes and host phenotypic features with tissue metataxonomic profiling will enable better understanding of NAFL pathogenesis as well as provide a platform upon which to evaluate interventions. Let me illustrate this concept. We identify some bacterial DNAs that might be associated with protection against liver inflammation. This beneficial effect was observed for members of the Lagnospiracy family. In fact, depletion of DNA from the Lactospiracy family members was associated with severe histological features. So the validation analysis also shows significantly reduced levels of alloprovitella in patients with balloon degeneration and fibrosis as well. I can see how um, th this could evolve into practice. In terms of research priorities, how do you think your study could change potential research in this area um, in the foreseeable future? Liver metataxonomic profiling suggests that therapeutic options, including probiotic selection, should be precisely defined according to a specific clinical scenarios, including the host phenome features. We think that the deciphering the interrelationship between liver tissue microbiota and pharmacokinetics and pharmacodynamics of anti-NASH drugs, for instance, would be a breakthrough in the understanding of interpersonal variability in drug response. While not necessarily bacterial DNA resembles live living bacteria, the presence of bacterial DNA may trigger potential toxic effects on host tissues and may also shape the tissue epigenome. So in conclusion, the liver acts as a key filtration system of the whole body by receiving blood from the hepatic artery and the portal vein. Therefore, not only microbes would become entrapped in the complex liver anatomy, but more importantly, 
bacterial-derived products may be powerful stimulus for initiating the inflammatory response. Well, thank you, uh, Professor Sikurian, um, for that explanation, doing this podcast again. And congratulations once again on your excellent paper, which has been published online in GUT, but will be published in paper copy in August 2020. Um, thank you to our listeners for listening today. Please join um, future podcasts and you can get the link to Professor Sikurian's paper uh, underneath this podcast, of course, if you want to read it in more detail later. Thank you again and thanks for listening. Thank you.